Hello and welcome back to another Buffy podcast. I am Trevor. And I'm Kristen. And we are going to geek out about Buffy. Today's episode is season three, episode 13, The Zeppo. Woo! I love this episode so much. Um, This for me is like the Xander episode. Yes. Like I I like this one better than The Replacement. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the replacement, but yeah, this one I really dig, mostly because of the juxtaposition of it. Yeah. Um, I so for anybody anybody who's not watching along, um, this is the episode where we focus solely on Xander, and the B story is the apocalypse, yeah. which is the odd the odd thing. One of the things that I actually found out about. Um, this this year or last year that I learned was that Russell T Davis cites Russell T Davies cites this episode as the inspiration for his Love and Monsters episode of Doctor Who. Oh, the one the one where they it's basically following nobodies and they're mm. obsessed with the Doctor yeah. and the Doctor's not in the episode except for like five seconds. Sure, and it's I, I love a lot of people hate that episode. I fucking love it because it just shows. The it shows from it's like the Cloverfield of the like the the every man's yeah. view of the doctor, which I just think is and it's just kind of a beautiful story. Yeah, that's interesting. And I thought that was fascinating that it was like drawn from this. Um, but this is basically Xander's um proving himself episode essentially. Like he wants he's he's left out by the rest of the gang and then we follow yeah. his his quote unquote shenanigans. <laughs> so I'll, the only thing I'll say, like my my biggest criticism about this episode is that it really sort of hits that out of nowhere that like all of a sudden everybody is worried about Xander. Yes, because he's just a person. And I'm like, why have you not been worried for the two and a half years that preceded this episode? <laughs> like he's been a squishy human the whole time. Also, it's mildly disrespectful to yeah. Xander in, in a way that because like I get that Willow is a is a witch she's she's learning witchcraft yeah. I wouldn't say she's necessarily a witch yet yeah. she's learning witchcraft and she's doing spells but she, that doesn't make her invulnerable to being squished well sure and, and also similarly with Oz right like he Oz is, is a not a werewolf right but he like he is a werewolf but like Oz is still a human and so like when right. he's human it's not like he can't have his limbs ripped off. Right. You know? And Giles is an old man. Like yeah. this whole <laughs> this whole thing of like only Xander. Because yeah. what Cordelia says makes sense and the where she's like It must be really hard when all your friends have like superpowers, slayer, werewolf, witches, vampires, and you're like this little nothing. That makes sense and it cuts and it works with their relationship, but like that only on the surface yeah. works because Majority of those titles are just titles. Yeah. Like it's all just people. <laughs> like Slayer is the only one, and I'll allow Witch because she can fight from a distance. Right. But like the rest of it is very like this is not. And also at this point, he has helped with two full blown apocalypse yeah. or whatever you, however you want to say the plural. Turns out I suddenly find myself needing to know the plural of apocalypse. So it's like I don't really. I don't know. That's my biggest complaint. And I think it honestly is kind of like it's if you make it about that, it's an episode breaking plot hole. But right. because of 
everything else that the episode does like with and for Xander, I think it still works. So I just wanted to get that out of the way first because I was watching it this morning and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Like, why is this happening? Well, and like you said, I think if Xander harped on it a bunch, it would it would the episode wouldn't work because you're yeah. like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why the fuck isn't. But the fact that he's just kind of like, oh, um, I don't deserve to be yeah. part of that or whatever. I'll go get donuts. And that is still funny. Like him going to get donuts and yeah. the Giles wanting the jelly, like all that stuff is funny. Do you eat all the jellies? Did you want a jelly? I always have a jelly. I'm always the one that says, let's have a jelly in the mix. We're sorry. Buffy had three. That's one of my favorite Giles moments in the whole series. <laughs> Ever, yeah. Buffy had three. <laughs> yeah. Will- Willow snitching on Buffy is my favorite yeah. part of that. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's super funny. Um, But yeah, so here, we'll, we'll go through some of it. So like, for instance, the it opens with Faith out of nowhere yeah. helping them, which also is just like, where have you been? Yeah. Out why, of nowhere, Why are you only in incorporated? With, yeah. Right. Because there was there was a story, there was a plot point they needed faith in. She wouldn't have been included in that opening fight if there wasn't the virginity plot line. Yeah, I think we could have. I don't know. I I don't like it. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing. Like it makes sense, especially for stuff that comes in a few episodes. But it's the sex you mean? Yeah, I just like because as much crap as we give Xander, he doesn't deserve that. No, he doesn't deserve to have that be his first time yeah. and everything. And it just is like, I don't know. It's I don't I don't like it because it's like. It can be a big deal for guys, too. And he's waited that long and she kind of just assaults him into it. Yeah. And it's she, like, yeah, it's not like he was like, no, please don't. He's obviously going to have <laughs> sex with Faith, but <laughs> it's Faith. <laughs> it, yeah, it's Faith. She's like the next best thing to Buffy, obviously. But I don't know. It just doesn't. It it never really sat right with me. I didn't really ever love that. That's how it happened, except it, for what it does later. Yeah, I'll say it sits right with me. Um, but I can't tell if that's because of what I know of later. Yeah. Like, especially when although she did say when she first um, when she, I mean, obviously that plot line that's going to happen yeah. later in direct uh, relation to this is great. Um, but also it it makes sense story wise where she talks about mm-hmm. getting revved up in fights and mm-hmm. the very first time faith joined the group and they're yeah. like buffy do you get it like that she's like i mean maybe i get a snack so like they established that this is a very um thing i don't know i don't know the, the word this <laughs> is very like, like a common it works her, yeah, yeah it works her up thing. and it makes sense like she didn't get the kill so she needs to like let off that steam yeah and she is only thinking of herself and she is separate from the group and maybe she doesn't know that you know it would be something like i wouldn't put faith in a place to consider no, his feelings no 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 i wouldn't um, think that she would either although Again, it, it if you're going deep into it, it again begs the question, because for me, I'm just sort of like Xander's a virgin. He doesn't know what he's doing. And Faith is a very experienced slayer and woman. There's no way that was a satisfying sexual encounter for her. No. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's That was just over no in way. like 10 seconds. Yeah, there's no way she <laughs> like, got any satisfaction out of that. And so I'm just sort of like, and they're really tenderly holding each other after, which yeah. I, I never remember. And I was like, ugh. 
I, I feel like, like that, that was all just played for the joke. Yeah. Because as they do it, you're just like, this feels wrong. Yeah. And then she kicks him out and you're like, ah, that's funny. But also like the tender moment wouldn't have happened either. Yeah. She would have just like literally rolled out of bed and been like, all right, get out. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is another one of those like Faith gets brought in just to serve plot points yeah. until she is the plot. Um, which is unfortunate. I agree. I think three would be uh, so much stronger. I'll just keep saying it ever since you put it in my head. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> three would have been so much stronger if like they really thought out faith throughout yeah. the whole thing. Um, also, Willow <laughs> saying she brought marshmallows Amazing. when they were going to burn them. <laughs> she says, what is it? Occasionally, I'm callous and strange. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's so it's good. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh my god, that's one of my favorite. Because lines. the reason it's funny is because Giles is like, we're going to have to burn the bodies. And yeah. she just is like, bonfire, s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have fun. And not like burning um, corpses. Like Yeah. But yeah, so this episode is Xander. They're all worried about Xander getting smushed. Xander, one of these days you're gonna get yourself hurt. Or killed. Or both. He's also simultaneously sort of trying to find himself. Yeah, he's he's because he gets the car. He's definitely beat down emotionally and confidence wise. And they use Cordelia as a means to demonstrate that like she she takes him down a lot of pigs. The boy that had no cool. I happen to be an integral part of that group. I happen to have a lot to offer. Oh, please. I do. Integral part of the group. Xander, you're the the useless part of the group. You're the Zeppo. Cool. Look it up. It's something that a subliterate that's repeated 12th grade three times has, and you don't. Yeah, he doesn't need to be brought down any more pegs. No, He's already so just, close to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> she is a kick a horse when it's yeah. dead kind of person. Because she gets um, him at school, and then she gets him again at the donut shop. And I'm just yeah. like... Let, Let the man him rest. buy donuts in peace, please. <laughs> He's not even talking to you. Yeah, Jesus. you just like, it's, she's like going out of her way. It's like she was just walking up and down Sunnydale Main Street looking for Xander so she could keep kicking him. Yeah, it's, it also, I, honestly, this episode also, though, in Cordelia's defense, or not in her defense, but it made me think about the differences between Willow and Xander Willow and Xander's participation in mm -hmm. their cheating um, because I think Oz was more willing to uh, forgive Willow because he knows that was something within her from childhood. Like, I get it. This is one very specific person, whereas Xander, yeah. it hasn't been. He hasn't been drawn toward her since yeah. childhood. They, they've been friends and it felt more like falling him just giving in to lust right to an attractive woman i get that um, for sure that makes a lot of so, sense i like that so that's and i think that's why cordelia doesn't forgive and oz does yeah uh i love before we get into the xander of it all i love the way they handle the apocalypse in this episode mm -hmm. because it's very because on the surface it can seem very much like uh very ridiculous yeah like oh they're they're playing it up for laughs like they're doing that and they definitely do like do hard cuts and like the emotional music or whatever but it's also very 
earnest and serious and exactly the way they do it every time they have an apocalypse yeah. and it's very much like this is what it's kind of like community when they show sure. like you're you're in those episodes and they're all like the pen episode and they're all emotional and you're like invested but then when they do the the callback episodes and people are watching that yep. from out and it just looks like the most ridiculous thing like, that's how this episode again? feels yeah. Come on. yeah it's just like no, it oh does. my god and i want to call out specifically my favorite part which is when xander comes upon <laughs> Buffy Angel and Angel and Buffy. <laughs> having this like one of their classic intense yes. like I couldn't handle I couldn't stand it if you died again I can't watch you die and Angel is like you have to let me do this I love you nothing can change that not even death don't talk to me like that you may be ready to go but I am not ready to lose you okay this is my fight and if you won't do it my way then you're <clears throat> Hey, I've got this, um, there's this, uh, this is probably a bad time. <laughs> and it's like, they're all really like in their feelings about it. And it's like, yeah. you know, this is not even like a mid-season finale episode. So, you know, everything's going to be fine. And that there's like yeah. quirky music in the background. Although it does go into the Buffy and Angel theme. Yeah, and then, that's what I mean. They're playing yeah. it like straight. It's so straight. And so then when when it pans back out to Xander, it goes into like quirky music. And then once yeah. Xander's like bad time and walks away, it goes right it goes. back into the Buffy and Angel theme. And they just Perfect. are like right back in it. It's very cover yeah. of a romance novel. Vibe. Yeah, it's just I like that part to me is so funny it is it, it also i was watching it and i was like this is this gives the viewer the perspective of Kristen yes. watching these mm -hmm. scenes where you're just like oh my god really because that is how i feel every time buffy and angel have a like an intense emotional conversation in season three i'm like yeah. we don't have time for this this is not exciting to me you are Let's both just along. a couple of drips no one cares every single time. It's so goody. It's so, so good. Yeah. If anybody who's listening ever wanted to know what goes on inside my head every time Buffy and Angel have a scene like that, it is exactly how it's played in this episode. That's so great. Um, I I found this is totally not we usually don't talk about any of these, but I just I happen to see this note in the Buffy Wikipedia as I was watching this scene. Mm -hmm. And so I, I noticed it, but there's this goof in the top of the Xander Oz scene when Xander's talking to Oz uh -huh. um, about like being cool and playing the guitar. Oh yeah. Where, where it pans up in the, in the establishing shot, it's, it's Xander, Buffy and Willow at the table oh. from, I only have eyes for you. Like them oh. and their outfits. Yeah. Like they just happened to take a shot from that episode. I was just like, Weird. what? And I went back, I was like, Oh shit. That's yeah. That's bizarre. I didn't notice totally that. Random. I was unfortunately working while I was watching. Yeah. So I was getting the dialogue <laughs> yeah. and, and not a lot so, of the visuals. So was I, I was, I was doing something else. And then I was checking it as I was doing it. I was like, Oh shit, I'm on that scene right now. What? Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I totally do. Random. I do love that scene a lot too, because, um, uh, Xander, like you said, is asking Oz about like, what, what is it like being cool? And like, you have, you play the guitar. Is it hard to play the guitar? And Oz just goes, not the way I play it. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down too. That's one of my so favorite funny. things ever. Just Oz is everything in that scene where he's like, is it your monosyllabic, uh, responses that make you cool? He goes, maybe. Could, yeah, could be. <laughs> it's, just, could be. <laughs> it's so great. Um, and then Xander, Xander goes on a 
quote unquote date with this woman who's into his car. She's awful. And I I love how disinterested he is. Cause Xander's all about like just trying to date anybody, right? And yeah. he's on this date with this woman who won't shut up about not just cars that she's into, but the guys that she dated to be with those cars. Right. Which is such a specific, like, I'm with you right now because of this car. Yeah. Here are the men I've been with because of their cars. And he's so desperate to get out of it that he's excited to see Angel. <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. So good. Angel! Buddy! Friend buddy. You wanna sit and talk? I'm looking for Buffy. Library, last I saw. Something's happening. I've seen importance. The apocalypse, they're on top of it. I don't think they know what they're dealing with. Let's go there and tell them that. No, it's best you stay out of harm's way. So good. <laughs> I 100% agree. He's like, oh my God, please, my friend, come here. <laughs> And but then also Angel being concerned about Xander. He's like, no, you should stay here. I'm like, when the fuck are you worried about his safety? You could argue that it's just because he yeah. knows Buffy will be upset if anything happens to him. True, but yeah. it is sort of I don't know. That's so it's sort of stupid. Silly. So that, though, is when we get basically the the crux of the episode, which is what's the guy's name? Jack. Jack O'Toole. Xander accidentally runs into his car with uncle rory's car and it yeah. turns into this whole thing where like then jack sort of like commandeers xander to drive him around for the night and it gets so intense so fast like the first <laughs> the first thing they do is raise his friend from the dead he calls forth the spirit of Urthu, the restless no one shall speak he shall arise <laughs> that's the first thing they do it's funny because I always forget she goes the the date is just like, yeah, are we going to go around the car? And I'm like, wait, she goes with them, but they're about to raise the dead. And she does exactly what you yeah. would think yeah. a, a someone outside of this world would do. Or She's just like, like, oh, like no. ah! yeah. just runs away. <laughs> Come here. Ah! <laughs> I'll call you. It's so funny. Oh, brother. Um, also, do you get like. I get the way he keeps saying granddaddy or grandpappy. Mm. I keep getting like clan vibes from these these dudes because they're like all about violence. And he's talking about yeah. his grandpappy. And I I'm mean, just like, this is could be. I mean, there's nothing directly tied to yeah. it. I just kept getting that vibe when he kept talking about his granddad. I don't know. Is there a prevalence of that in Southern California? I don't know. I don't like that. That that's the part that feels weird to me is just the location. Like yeah, Southern California. Like I could like Middle California makes a little sense, but it's not Southern they were, California. They were talking like there were gangs and stuff, like jackals and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. they're like, did the jackals get you and shooting each other? And I'm like, but you guys are in like a small town in Southern California. I guess I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you're like in the suburbs. What are we talking about here? I watched Sons of Anarchy. I know what California is like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very accurate description yeah right also um, i think that's northern california if i'm being honest <laughs> um but yeah these guys are intense uh they want to do a lot of violence they like go through a bunch of ideas one is baking a cake which is making a bomb yeah. one is beating up the the store owner that shot the one guy 
and then another one is something else. So basically, they're going to go make a bomb. And it's at and the school, right? It's like in the boiler room of the school. That's yeah, that's yeah. where we eventually find out they want to do it, um, which we don't understand why. But uh, Xander basically is like, I'm going to I'm going to peace out, guys. Yeah. And then they're like, no, we got to kill you and make you part of our team. It's, like, it's so fucking crazy. It's just like, that's the thing. That's what I meant is I'm just like, the first thing they do is raise a guy from the dead. And then they immediately are like, and then we're going to stab you yeah. and, and and raise you from the dead. Right. And then we're going to blow up the high school for no reason. Right. It's like, it's so intense. Where has this guy been? I don't know. This fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, what, he's just like hanging out on campus. I don't think he's a student. I think he is, isn't he? He seems way too old. Well, they all do. Well, of course. <laughs> he seems even more comically too yeah, old. And he's, he's got like old. an entire Crocodile Dundee Bowie knife on him. Yes. Like it's yes. the size of my whole head. But yeah, so they they do that. Xander slips away from them um, and happens upon the moment we talked about where yep. he saves Faith, or he g- provides escape for Faith. Yeah. Uh, they get into her apartment. She's all riled up and... She got me really wound up. A fight like that and no kill. I'm about ready to pop. Really? Pop? Ugh. Uh, I, don't, I just don't like it. Yeah, they they and to your point, they do make it seem like it goes on for a while. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is very like this would have been 10 seconds. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what we're going for. But they also it's like that one thing you pointed out, too, that makes me laugh. I, I don't know why I didn't laugh at it when I initially it was probably because I was a teenager. Um, but when when Pacey said to his teacher, I'm the best sexual <laughs> member. <laughs> Sir, you are a virgin. Sir, you are 15 years old. This is not accurate. <laughs> not one ounce of this is accurate. It's so crazy. Um, but yeah, so she, Faith, when she's done with him, she kicks him out. And as much as it's not great here, it will pay off in dividends later. Yeah. Um, and then, oh yeah, and then there's, I wrote Oy, Xander being homophobic again. When was he homophobic? Oh, I don't remember. Did he? He says... Oh, yeah, it's when the cop comes up on him and Jack, and he's like, Just blowing off steam. Two guys wrestling, but not in a gay way. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I think was more them building to him potentially being the gay reveal. Mm, Um, Yeah, I I always forget, even after I, like, talk about it again, I always forget that they, like, were still planning for it to be him. Yeah, it's it's hard, because when you watch it, Without that knowledge, you're just like, oh, the show was just being like, or at least was like painting this guy up to be pretty homophobic. And yeah. then you're like, oh, they were potentially teeing him up. Although not for nothing, in slight defense of Xander, the phrase two guys wrestling <laughs> does evoke a pretty gay vibe. So yeah. <laughs> I could see him like wanting to clarify right. a- after he said it in such a specific way. <laughs> Just making out. <laughs> Just wrestling. Um, and then we get Willie the Snitch. Yeah, he got hella his, beat up. Yeah, he got hella beat up and his whole store got jacked. Maybe that's the last time we see him. Tonight? Before sunrise. That's what they said. Why did they do this? They were looking for Angel. 
Angel, why? They said they were coming after you, too. Nothing could stand in their way because tonight was the night. Oh, man. The ambulance is on its way. No, I still think he's... I still think he's around for more of the season. I'm sure he comes back. He's probably, no, he's probably there in season four because I think Riley meets him. I think you are correct. I think Riley does meet him. Okay, so season four is his last episode. The episode Goodbye, Iowa is Willie, the snitch's last episode. He's only in five episodes. That feels crazy to me. That is crazy. He should have been in a lot more. Yeah. He's he's that memorable though. That he really just is. Like... I love him, and I like because I read so much fan fiction. Willie the Snitch is in like all of the fan fi- people like him. Yeah, it's like Willie the Snitch and Clem have like way more material in fan fiction than they yeah. ever do on the show. <laughs> it's wild too because this show is like known for giving the audience what they like. Yeah. Like obviously they didn't even want to give us Spike, and we love Spike, and yeah. so they gave us more. Um, I say they because I refuse to speak of yep, we're not, certain people. We're just not doing it. <laughs> so then Xander goes to the school. They they put the bomb down in the basement. Um, and Xander's like chasing them. We see the giant battle with the Hellmouth, um, which is great. Like I that the aside from the the outside view of the apocalypse that yeah. I love, I also love that they put so much effort into it being an apocalypse. It wasn't like it wasn't just a battle. It wasn't. It wasn't just a battle and it wasn't just like you saw flashing lights through a window and right. they just cheaped out on it. Like yeah. they fully committed to like a, like graphics and animatronics and everything. Like it was um, like the monster from from the season one. Finale. Yeah, it was yeah, like that tentacle thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Xander's fear face off and that's where oh. his confidence fully comes in. Like, yes. I know what you're thinking. Can I get by him? upstairs out of the building seconds ticking away i don't love your chances then you'll die too yeah looks like so i guess the question really is who has less fear i'm not afraid to die i'm already dead yeah but this is different being blowed up isn't walking around and drinking with your buddies dead it's little bits being swept up by a janitor dead and i don't think you're ready for that are you? I like the quiet. It's so good. And like you can see he does such a Nicholas Brennan does such a great nuanced performance of like, you know, he's terrified. Yeah. And he's putting on such a brave face. And then like he lets a little bit of it out once the wire comes off, but still holds up the bravado. It's so good. Yeah. I especially it's it's something that we've we've discussed on our show um, I, on. So I'm watching because I am the only one of us on this end who really, really likes this moment where the the guy Jack is like, I'm not afraid to die. I'm already dead. And Xander's like, yeah, but if you get blown up, there's not going to be anybody else to like put your pieces back together. Right. And like, you know, whatever. And he's like, you're not ready for that. And Jack says, are you? And Xander just very, he just is like, I like the quiet. And I love that line. I think it's that's great. a really good line. And I think Nicholas Brennan delivers it perfectly. I I really, really like it. And then the fact that that is enough of like a game of chicken for Jack to be like, OK, and he diffuses the bomb. I just think it's so perfect. It's also one of editorially one of my favorite edits in the series where he says I like the quiet Mm -hmm. they hard cut to a loud violent battle upstairs and then hard cut to dead silence between him and Jack yep and it's just like 
And it's so and it's crazy because it's so much heavier in the silence, like the loud chaos. You're like, oh, this yeah. is where I'm comfortable. I know this. And you got this. And Buffy hit that. And then you come to Xander him and it's just like immediate tension with nothing. Yeah. It's so good. It's very it like it's also I love the I love it when even if it's not like a direct um, inspiration, when you can feel the inspiration of something like this, like that moment of the actual silence in stuff that is so much more modern because it was like two things in a row in like the same, the same year or two year span. And both of them had Laura Dern in them um, (laughs) where there just were these very deliberate moments of silence at a, like a climactic point in the show or movie. And one of them was, um, Oh hell, what was the, what was the middle star Wars last Jedi? Yeah, okay. When the spoiler alert, when Laura Dern drives straight through the um, Oh my god. I mean, so good. And then it just it's first of all stunning and it cuts to yes. just dead silence. Yes. And then the other one was the finale of Big Little Lies, which I won't spoil <clears throat> that just in case anybody's seen it, but or hasn't seen it. But there's a very deliberate moment of silence in the finale of that show as well. And it just is so perfect. Like when you can utilize silence in that way to make it, to make your thing more impactful and to cut from, like you said, the like fighting and the noisiness of the battle, like in the other part of the school back to the silence where Xander and Jack are. I don't know. It's brilliant. I I love shit like that. Cause I like, we were in the theater for the last Jedi and I was blown. I like gasped. It was yeah. insane. I just love insane. it. It's one of the best moments. Oh, yeah. That month. Oh, that guy just gave me goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it. It was so good. <laughs> Both of those. The end yeah. of Big Little Lies and yeah. The Last Jedi. Um, yeah, it's so great. And then Xander walks past him <clears throat> and says, I, I don't feel like I should be seeing you in the school anymore or yeah. something like that. And he it's such a great way that the show hasn't often done because you and i have complained about them leaving things open and never and this one it was looking like oh here's another open end we're never gonna see jack again but then he opens he's like i'm not going anywhere harris the first time you turn your back amazing um which is also just like, uh, well, that's a human. But it's, he's dead, so. Yeah, he's a dead human. It's fine. <laughs> so technically, it's not another body on Oz's conscience. It's already a dead body. Yeah. Um, but then the next day, to bring it back to the episode-breaking characteristic of yeah. this episode, the way that they were just like, you're lucky you weren't there. I'm like, but he's going to be. Yeah. Xander, boy, you're lucky you weren't at school last night. It was crazed. Well, uh, give me the quiet life. Why are we all just like cavalier about pushing him away for one apocalypse? Yeah, and also, like, nobody asks what Xander did last night. Right. And, like, he had a hard, ridiculous time, too. And I'm just sort of like, come on. It's so crazy. I don't, it's, it's just weird. But you're right. Like, it's like, if you pull at it, then the whole thing falls apart. So it's better to just enjoy this episode for yeah. what it is. Yeah, if you um, just like pull it out of the context, it's it's a really, really good episode. 
And if you put it back in its context, you're like, huh. It also kind of lifts Mm -hmm. like it is. It's just its own little bottle episode. Yeah. That doesn't outside of like counting apocalypses. It's its own little bottle episode. Yeah. Um, I also love the actual very last moment of this because Cordelia tries to get under his skin. So great. Again. Look, it's Mr. Excitement on another life or death donut mission. Are we just cruising for bimbos again? Giving them lessons in lack of cool. And he just sort of smiles at her. What? And the three last lines of the episode are her just asking what. What? Because he won't say anything. And he just walks away from her. What? And I He's just over, love yeah. it. It's so It's good. so great. It's And it also brings into like why they've had Cordelia harping on him so yeah. hard. Because it showed that growth that Xander had in yep. this episode, which was really great. Absolutely. And I think... That's something that I like sort of forget about when we're in the thick of their breakup and the consequences of um, Lover's Walk and everything is that actually Xander and Cordelia at the end of season three is superb. They're like they don't get back together, but like their relationship at the end of the season is so good. And I I love the scenes that they share for the rest of the series. Or yeah, for the rest of the season. I love how how they end with each other more. And, and, and it also kind of makes me wish that there was more like. I mean, they're not necessarily friends, but yeah. I wish there was something with Xander and Cordelia and Angel, the series, some yeah. kind of dialogue between them. But I do love the way they end and at the end of um, season three. You're yeah, right. that is a, that is great. Especially like I know they had to quit the crossover episodes, but like Buffy goes to L.A. like a handful of times and she's always taking the bus. And I'm like, Xander has a car. Could Xander right. not have driven you and then like had a scene with Cordelia? That would have been amazing. And also be smarmy with Angel. Like, yeah, you, you have peak comedy potential here and you just like didn't use it for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Um, but yeah, that's this episode. That's the Zeppo. Woo. Um, it's a good what's one. our next one? Our next one is uh, Bad Girls is next. Bad Girls is that's the beginning of that's the beginning of the face storyline. Yep. Yep. Weirdly, in the third in the third third of the yeah. uh, season, it's not 100 percent, but it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I will. I will say basically I think the rest of the season is perfect yes the rest of the season is what i remember of season three yeah is like when i think of season three the rest of the season plus things like the wish and um the wish (laughs) lover's walk i think that is band candy homecoming um and obviously yeah. so there's there's like a, a handful of episodes that i think of and then this last run that starts with the next episode yep. is what i think of with season three and i forget about what you have implanted in my brain which is <laughs> faith's lack of presence throughout most of it sorry um but i'm excited i'm Me excited too, to talk yeah. about all this it's it's really good i'm like actually um, i'm also really excited to watch season four because it's it's a season that I almost never watch critically. Yeah. I just sort of let it happen. So I'm curious to see if it'll change my opinion watching it critically. I got to say watching or because I've been in season four now doing the art and uh, every episode. I'm just like, man, I cannot wait to talk about this. I nice. can't wait to talk about this. Like it's so I'm so excited for us to Yay. get to season four. 
Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for this episode. Um, thank you everyone for listening. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Carly. And I am with my other podcast at So I'm Watching or my personal account at FiddleDD85. As always, please rate, review, or subscribe and or subscribe. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.